Welcome to Arise Life, a community of believers being equipped, empowered, and released into their destiny. For more information, go to arisealife.org or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Nothing is impossible. The world deserves to see a God who does the impossible. We cannot expect the world to believe in a God they cannot see if they cannot see the effects of that God in our lives. And if those effects could be attributed to a human being, they have reason to doubt. Does that make sense? Man, you cannot reason a person into the kingdom. You can reason them into a taste test. You tracking with me? Who here goes to Costco for the uh, senior buffet? (laughs) You you know what I'm talking about? You'll try anything, right? Okay, who here has accidentally bought things you didn't need because you tried them on the buffet, right? You're like, I didn't know I needed $30 sausages. Who knew, right? You know, we're a lifetime supply of something. Here's the deal. We owe the world an encounter with a God who does the impossible, I feel like the world has rejected us like a vacuum cleaner salesman. You need my vacuum cleaner. You should buy my vacuum cleaner. Why? Because your house is dirty. It looks pretty good to me. Throw a bucket of dirt on their floor. You need my vacuum cleaner. We try to convince people of their brokenness and their failing rather than demonstrating his goodness and his holiness. You tracking with me? (laughs) for the people in the back (laughs) we we have tried to convince people of their brokenness nobody needs help anybody here needed to be convinced of your patheticness (laughs) like like i was kind of confident in that right no we need to impress them with his goodness his love and his holiness holiness means he's utterly other than who they've known him to be other than and utterly different than anything they've known him to be One of the reasons why Masha was testing with Randall his shoulder is because range of motion is medically shown as something you can't fake. Increase of range of motion can't be done with the placebo effect. Listen, it either is him or it's not, and we want the real thing. Please never feel pressure to get healed on our account, okay? No, seriously. We want, who needs fake healing? Nobody. I need a real God. And that's why I am determined to hold up the high standard of the gospel, confident that he is the one who does the work. But anybody here been waiting on God and then tried to to help him out? Anybody know what I'm talking about? You're waiting on God to show himself as good, but you get tired of waiting and try to help him out? So sometimes with healing, what that looks like is, you know, leaning in on somebody, pushing on someone, trying to uh, force them to feel better. We don't want that. We want the real gospel. And that's why we've been going through Colossians. We finally made it to chapter three. Congratulations. You, uh, you, uh, you may be a winner. If you've guys got Bibles, let's go ahead and open it up. Now, I, uh, I'm, I'm switched. I've been using NIV for the last several years, mainly because I wanted some, uh, a version of the Bible, New International Version, that's a little more readable. Uh, but my favorite Bible has always been the New American Standard because it, 
It's a little chunky. It's a little awkward at times, but it tries to show you a little better what the original Greek or Hebrew looked like. And so the reason I went back here today, we'll talk about in just a second, is because I saw something in the passage that didn't make sense. So I dug a little bit, and we're going to see it a little more clearly in the NASB. All right. Chapter 3, verse 1. Therefore, if you have been raised up with Christ, keep seeking the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Now, for those of you who've been here for a while, what am I about to ask you? What does therefore mean? Right, come on, thank you. You get a gold star, you get a gold star. What does, when I read the word therefore, I should ask a question. What should I ask? What's it there for? What happened before? Because this is obviously the result of what happened before. So flip back three or four verses to verse 19 of chapter two. Not holding, uh, wait, 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 verse 20. Let's go with verse 20. Did I do 19? Oh, yeah. Verse 20, if you have died with Christ to the elementary principles of this world, all the ways I mean, of doing things, the tricks that everybody's been selling, whether religious or otherwise, why, as if you were living in the world, do you submit to its decrees of don't handle, don't taste, do not touch, like being afraid of everything, which all refer to things that are destined to perish with use in accordance with the commandments of men. These are matters which have, to be sure, the appearance of wisdom in self-made religion and self-abasement and severe treatment of the body, but are no value against self-indulgence. Who here have gone on a radical diet? You know the radical diet, like you're like down to celery, you know, or, or down to grapefruit or down to, anybody know what happens after a while? You either die or give up, right? Or get, well, you get skinny, but as soon as you quit, what happens? Yeah, you get fat. People are like, I can testify. I'll give the testimony. These, this is the thing is self-effort to manage our desires and our sin uh, behaviors never works in the long haul. Anybody here traded one sin for another? One habit for another? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Man, you know, <laughs> it was like, I, I've, I've known this. People who got off drugs, you know, and then got onto cigarettes, but then they tried to get off cigarettes and they got onto food. But then they didn't want to be fat, so they went back to cigarettes. <laughs> anybody see? Anybody been on that hamster wheel? Okay, thank you, thank you. Basically, the number of times you've ever been around are like rings on a tree. You know, how many years have you been alive, right? Uh, so, so what he's trying to say is none of this. The whole point of the gospel is our self-effort is never enough. No amount of self-effort can heal Randall or heal Yaksana. No amount of self-effort. That's why healing is the sign of the gospel. It's his effort. So, let's, so that's what it, he said he's responding to. So therefore, instead of doing all that, let's go to verse 1 of chapter 3. If you've been raised up with Christ, what does he mean? We're, we talked about this in, in chapters 1 and 2 and in Romans 5 and 6 is we have died with Christ. When Jesus died on the cross, he took upon himself all the penalty and the effects of our sin upon himself. And he took it upon himself and died to open, to remove any separation that we might be placed in Christ, that we might live life connected to God and live out of his life and power in this world. And he said, no longer living off of ourselves. And he said, if you've been raised up, just in the same way, raised from the dead in with Christ, 
keep seeking the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Now, what led me to this place is the NIV says, set your mind on things above, or set your hearts on things above. And I thought, how do you set your heart? Anybody read the Bible and you have no clue what it's talking about? That is the gateway to revelation and wisdom. Don't drive over that. If you read a passage, you go, I don't understand. You are about to be, encounter Jesus. But anybody here felt ashamed that you don't know what's going on in the scripture? And then keep reading, hopefully, if something will eventually make sense? Nobody? Okay, seriously, this has got to be the place for the honest. Man, I feel like this is one of the biggest areas of emperor's new clothes. Because everybody's like, oh, I understand. I have all wisdom and understanding. I'm like, no, you don't. No, you don't. You do have Jesus, though. And Jesus... So, so what happens is we ask questions. So I was like, I don't understand. So I went back and I looked in the, the NASB. I looked in other versions. And that's where I saw this. Keep seeking the things above. And I said, but what does it mean to seek the things above? You see what I'm doing? I keep asking questions. Don't ask, keep, stop asking questions till they lead you to the feet of Jesus. So how would I know what does it mean to seek? Well, there's this great thing called word studies. You can look up online and figure out all the places where that word occurs in the New Testament. So I went back and I found it in Matthew 6, 33. Oh, I'll just read. There we go. Matthew 6, 33, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be at, provided to you. Now we quote that all the time, but I had to say, I don't know what that means. If I don't know what it means, I should look into context. So what are the verses before? He says, don't worry then saying, what are we to eat or what are we to drink? What are we to wear for clothing? For the Gentiles eagerly seek after all these things, the non-believers, for your heavenly father, right? Knows the things you, that you need all these things. So seek first his kingdom, his righteousness. That's right relationship with him through which right things flow. And all these things, what all things? all the all and especially in this context everything we eat drink or wear that's pretty all-inclusive anybody be good if you were you had a, a program that covered everything you eat drink or wear you're like yes lord i receive it right but he says rather if you seek his kingdom his his what he's doing where he is seated then so well let's keep going let's try another one uh matthew 7 let's try matthew 7 ask and it will be given to you seek there's that word and you will find knock and it will be open to you for whoever asks receive and the one who seeks finds and to the one who knocks it will be open here is the most important concept behind the word seek one of the translations puts it this way yearn for the things above anybody know what the problem with the word yearn is it's kind of like the beggar, little beggar child outside of the bakery staring through the glass window, yearning. Anybody had a form of Christianity that constantly promises but never delivers? Yeah. You're yearning for things, but don't get it twisted. You're never going to get it this side of heaven. Right? Yeah. No. Jesus said the kingdom of God is where? At hand. You can touch it. If you can't touch it, you have reason to doubt. Now, I'm not saying you get the whole of it, right? I mean, if, 
I mean, I can't, like, like, if there's an elephant at hand, I can touch the elephant. Can I get all the way around the elephant? No. no. The kingdom's a lot bigger than an elephant. But I can't touch it. I should be able to touch it. I shouldn't just have these longing yearnings. We have a great word for this in Russian. Taska. It is a long for a thing that you can never have. And it's so sweet. Anybody, anybody, anybody had that? Man, I had Tasca to 11 as a teenager. Like I was like angst-driven, just longing for everything. Couldn't have, right? And, and it gets to the point where you no longer want the thing. You just satisfy yourself on the longing. This is not that. This is not that. He says, seek and you will. If you keep on. Keep on. It's seek and keep on seeking. But it's seeking with the understanding, the expectation you will find. This is really important. <sighs> All right. I had a little cheat sheet to keep me on track because there's too much fun stuff here. There we go. Mm. Let's go on with this passage, Matthew. 9 through 11. Or what person is there among you who, when his son asks for a loaf of bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, he will not give him a snake, will he? So if you, despite being evil, know how to give good gifts to your kids, how much more will your father who's in heaven give you good things to those who ask him? Now, I got to tell you, as a father, the number of times I have been doing something wonderful for my daughter, and God goes, wow. And you being evil... What he's saying to me in that moment is, I honestly in that moment thought I was a better father than God. Wow. Why? Because I was doing something I would never expect my heavenly father to do for me. I was loving her in a way I never expected my heavenly father to. I expected my heavenly father to sit on the throne and be vaguely disappointed. <laughs> Distant unaware, right? But no, rather, he's like, listen, this is the context for seeking. Do you not know if you ask, you wouldn't give your kid a stone. If you ask, be confident that he will give it to you. Jesus puts it this way with the disciples. He, he, uh, they, they have this encounter where, you know, They've got 15,000 some people or 5,000 depends on men and a bunch of kids and women. And they, and he says, go, you guys give them something to eat. And they're like, what? And so he takes loaves and fishes and out of it, breaks it and it multiplies and feeds everybody, right? Would anybody here would have great faith at that moment? The next thing he says, he tells them, get in a boat and go to the other side. Now, the last time he told them something to do, what happened? There was multiplication, right? There was, there was more than enough. They get in the boat and they're like straining at the oars and he sees them straining at the oars. So he goes out to give them a word of encouragement by walking on the water, right? What is he demonstrating? He's okay. I've said this before. Have you ever tried to get God freaked out in your storm? He doesn't get freaked out. It's very annoying. He's just going for a walk, you know, wind tossled hair, you know, and they're like, we're gonna die. And then they get freaked out at seeing Jesus. And Jesus climbs into the boat and goes, Seriously, he said, you of little, the word little really is short faith. Why was it short? Because they had it two minutes ago. Anybody here had faith for two minutes? Right? Oh, I, okay, I'll give it for me. I've, I, will, I, I will have, uh, we had a situation uh, where for six months as missionaries on the field, I could extrapolate and see in six months we were dead 
financially. Like it was all going away. Anybody able to figure out your drop dead date? Yeah, business owners particularly, they're like, if I do not get another sale, we are dead, right? So the drop dead date, and, um, and, uh, and, and I'm wrestling with the Lord for six months, finally getting to this place of peace, and the Lord, uh, we received a gift for $36,000, and suddenly we're in the black. And do you know what I immediately began to do? Extrapolate my drop dead date. <laughs> Why? I had faith, it finally came to pass, but I immediately walked away from the faith and went straight back to the fear. If I have a breakthrough in one area, if I've come to know him in this way, in this area, the next thing I face, I need to find that that God is still this God here. Ask and be confident that he will not give us a stone. Keep on, keep on, keep on. All right, so, so what he's saying, going back to verse one of chapter three, he says, therefore, if you've been raised up with Christ, keep seeking. Why does he say keep seeking? Yep. He wants us to keep doing it because we stop. Anybody? 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 You're, you are seeking the things that are above. About halfway through the second song, you finally are seeking the things above, right? Do anybody know what I'm talking about? You're like, finally, I can see heaven. I've been climbing through a pits, a cesspool of my emotions and problems, and now Jesus. Okay. Back to earth, right? He says, keep on seeking. That's actually one of the biggest reasons why we worship is because anybody here forget that God is enthroned above your problems, that he is king, that he paid a price for it all? Keep seeking the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. There, verse two, set your mind on things above. Now, wait, which things? The things above, right? Where are the things above? Where did I, f oh, I had to seek the things above and once I found them, I set my mind on them. Okay, do you see how we went from super mystical, theoretical, and we're moving towards practical? If you read the Bible and it doesn't bring you to a practical place eventually where you can encounter Jesus and live out that faith, keep seeking. Whew. Let's talk a, lot, a little bit of what's above and what's below. You guys Come have on. any ideas? What's above? So Jesus, it does say that Jesus is up there. He said the kingdom. It said the kingdom, the kingdom. right? Kingdom. Where Jesus kingdom. is seated at the right hand of the Father. Jesus, Father. And it, and it said in chapters 1 and 2 that he's over every authority and power. So would they be above or below? They'd be below. Okay. Authority and power. Is the IRS included under authority? <laughs> IRS. <Just checking. laughs> People are like, <laughs> way down below. <laughs> what else is below? The enemy. The, the enemy. enemy. So Satan is below, right? Sickness. So Come on. Sickness. Fear. Lack, we heard. Lack, anxiety, self-effort, oh, love it. Anxiety, we got. Anxiety. Guilt, come on. Guilt. Shame, that's a biggie. Shame. I've never done anything stupid out of shame. <laughs> um, so lies, right? What? Manipulation. Manipulation, come on. Yes. Selfishness, come on. 
Selfishness. I think we could probably go all day. Anybody yeah. confident in that? You've been doing a little field research. All right, show me a little bit of what's up here. Peace. Love. Joy. joy. You guys are cheating from, joy, from the fruit of the spirit. I, I, you read it. <laughs> Come on. Love. Victory. Come Victory. on. Healing. Come on. Abundance. Abundance. Oh, so good. Trust. Oh, my gosh, you all. Connection with God. Connection. And other people. Inheritance. Inheritance. Relationship. Oh, so good. So just out of curiosity, if you had a, to choose, where would you live? <laughs> you weren't even confused. But anybody been here and thought this was all you, you had? This is the only option? And you were trying to climb from here up to there? Um, can I ask you all a question? Where do opinions uh, fit? Below. Okay. You were, you were bellowing. <laughs> bellowing is below. Bellowing is below. All right. I am Russian, so. <laughs> Spelling in Russian is easy, believe you me. Um, Spelling in English, not so much. True. Um, okay. So um, opinions are down here. So if we're really listening to opinions, where are we setting our mind? So people's opinions. Where are the news? <laughs> some of you like put it somewhere down here. <laughs> somewhere with the IRS. <laughs> I thought everything was true on Facebook. Um, Facebook, above or below? Because truth is above, right? <gasps> truth. Let's put a truth up here. But truth is not information. Truth is what? It's a revelation, but and it's, it's a, a person. person. Jesus. Unity. 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 Come on. Yep. I thought we could enforce that by, by political will. <laughs> so what's it for unity is up here. What's down here? Division. Instagram. Division. Fake-a-gram. So good. Awesome. So does that like, like paint a picture? Of like where, what is our choice where we can live, right? What he's calling us here is to set our minds up here. What the heck does that mean? What do I do with all this stuff, right? Well, well let's get to that. If we could pull up 2 Corinthians <laughs> chapter 10, verse 3. For though we walk according to the flesh, that's not self-effort, that is this Why? stuff. We are in the world. Jesus said you are in the world, right? He said, we don't wage battle with this according to the flesh, self-effort, for the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh of our own effort, but divinely powerful. Divinely means empowered by God. That's superpower, by the way. Uh, for the destruction of fortresses and strongholds, in, and fortresses and strongholds are things that are consistently true, small t. Anybody, anybody know what I'm talking about? It is true that I am broke and I've been broke and will be broke. Anybody know that place? No, two of us. 
Okay, thank you, I see that hand. Right, you, you have evidence. It's a consistent reality, small r. But he's saying we can destroy those things. Anybody want to destroy some fortresses in your life? Yes. Come on. So we are destroying what? Arguments. <laughs> Sounds like Facebook. Mm -hmm. And all arrogance raised up against the knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. So, wow. what, so what does that look like? Yeah. So we have um, a little demonstration here in a minute. Okay, in, in okay. one second, one second. Let me get, get here. So watch what happens. I can, uh, let's say, uh, let's, let's, look. oh, anxiety. I'm good at that one. Anybody have like a superpower down here? Yeah, you know your place. People are like, yeah, awesome. Okay, so I, I've been walking with anxiety uh, in this last season. So I've been, uh, and so what happens is I, First thing for me to take captive anxiety is one, recognize that it's there. Now that shouldn't be hard, you would think. But anybody here realized about 24 hours later that you've been wallowing in anxiety? Do you know what I mean? Because it feels normal, it feels real, it makes sense. Okay, good, you're my people. So what, first thing you have to recognize is that it's anxiety and not reality. So the second is recognize it's not my portion. It's not what God paid for. It's therefore I have the ability to do what? Take it captive and drag it kicking and screaming to Jesus. To Jesus. <laughs> and here's the deal. Jesus, they say we all going to die. Jesus, they say we're going to go broke. Jesus, they say whatever, right? Whatever they say. Take it to Jesus, and I say, Jesus, what do you say? Bring it to obedience to Christ. And then find it, so you seek it that way. Seeking him, what he says, what do you say Once about Once you this? find the truth, what's above, you set your mind. You On say, that. no, I'm not moving from this, right? I am loved, right? If you lie, I am not loved. I'm not wanted. I don't have a place. Jesus, that's a lie. What is the truth? Right? I am loved. I am accepted. Come on. Okay, I'm going to grab onto that thought and I'm going to set my mind on it. And I'm going to keep thinking about it. And every time this comes up that I'm not loved, I'm going to say no. I renounce the lie that I'm not loved. Jesus, your truth is that I am loved. And that's how you set your mind practically. Does that make sense? Now, now here's the deal. If I say I am loved and it doesn't reach my heart, guess what I can do? Go back to Jesus. It's not magic. Jesus, what do you say? Now, some of, <laughs> is God more powerful than your thoughts? This is really important. He's more powerful, but he won't dominate and control you. When he speaks his, his thought of truth, so the devil screams. Anybody yeah. found that to be true? God goes, you are loved. Yeah. And in that moment, it feels like insanity. Mm -hmm. True? If you've been, if you've been wallowing in, a, in fear and self-loathing for a while, guess what? You are loved sounds stupid, mm -hmm. doesn't it? But see, when Jesus said, let there, when God said, let there be light, it happened and it manifested and it's still going. His power creates that reality if we'll receive it. 
So Jesus, I receive the truth. It doesn't make any sense to me, but I receive the truth. And and it's okay to ask, show me how I'm loved. Show me how you love me. So we did a little game exercise slash skit with uh, middle school and high school on Wednesday, and I think we're going to demonstrate it to you. Um, My peoples from middle school and high school, you all are invited to volunteer. You know, Mr. Scott, are you, would you be allowed to be Jesus again for us and be on safety at the same time? Okay. <laughs> He's got Jesus on safety. He's got, we got Jesus on safety. Can you be Jesus for us? Okay, okay. come on up. Okay, so Scott is going to be Jesus. <laughs> A bald Jesus. In this, in this skit. And then uh, middle school, high school, come on up, guys. I need your help. Especially, um, where's, is Anna there? Okay, perfect. Awesome. Um, everyone who can. Oh, come on. Bella and Ever. Come on up, girls. You guys, you guys have played this game, so you know what to do. Davis played this game. Come on, guys. Yay. Yay. Come, come on. on. All right. Come All right. on, guys. Awesome. Yay. Awesome. Perfect. Come on, Miss Anna. All right. Perfect. So, so Elijah is on camera. He would be with us. All right. He has a job. Okay. So Mr. Peter got some lies for you all to pick. <laughs> I, there are not very many of these lies. Here's the wall of lies. There's not very many. <laughs> I only could use the ones I personally had played with. So uh, you'll have to, you, yours may not be up here. Yeah. So, but but uh, pick out the one that's like you know kind of. Yeah, grab one. Grab one. Just grab one. Go grab one. Grab Go a grab lie. One. And Christian, my friend, come up here. <laughs> You're going to be our person. Because <laughs> you have lone arms. You can smack those lies. <laughs> come on. All right. So, so, so what are the rules of this game? By the way, Jesus apparently survived till <laughs> well past 30. <laughs> well past. <laughs> All right. You, okay. So these are our demons. <laughs> well, oh my goodness. <laughs> our lies. Our lies. Our lies. All right. Demons. <laughs> Anybody here been harassed by lies? Miss Sabrina, can okay. you come help me? Can right. you put this on um, Christian so he can't see? All right. <laughs> All right. So he's going to demonstrate what it means to take lies captive. So, okay. You want to explain yeah. how we're so going to do it? So what's okay. going to happen is... We, um, Jesus is going to go to a place in the room and he is going to call to Christian. What a great, isn't it perfect? <laughs> I feel like this is Pilgrim's Progress all over again. He's going to call to Christian and he's going to try to lead him by his voice to come to him, right? And so what's going to happen is... What are the lies going to be doing? What are our lies going to be doing? What are our, you guys going to do? Our Those lies are going to try to distract, going to yell, kind of drown out the voice of Jesus. But here's the deal. If Christian tags any of the lies, they have to sit down and shut up. So the goal <laughs> of the lies is to avoid being tagged. And the goal of Christian is to get to Jesus. Let's not go too crazy, though. We won't. <laughs> We don't, well, we can have healing ministry afterwards <laughs> through the laying on of hands. Okay. Okay. You guys ready? Okay. Jesus, go find your place. Jesus, are you going to need the mic? Oh, no, no. He's no, gonna, no, Jesus no that's the gonna, whole point. Still small voice. 
All right. Yeah, that will distract actually. All right. He'll put his voice up there. All right. You guys ready? Okay. Jesus, start by is going to say something. As soon as he starts speaking, lies. Do your best. <laughs> go, go, go. <laughs> yell, yell. Yell out, yell out, yell lie. <laughs> okay, you can. I'm ugly. You can, I'm you can tag them. Get him, get him, get him. Go, get him. <laughs> <laughs> ugly, ugly, ugly. Ah. Oh. He had no. <laughs> okay, you did not tag them. You did not take the lies, the lies, and the lies, the lies weren't doing a very loud job this time around. <laughs> you guys want to try again? Who wants to be the person? Bella. Right, okay, okay Bella. can you do Bella's eyes real quick? Yes. All right. Mr. All right. Jesus, Mr. Jesus, go hide somewhere. <laughs> All right. Okay. That was a straight shot. That was, that that was, was easy peasy. You did very well, though, Christian. You were a good Christian. So, but who can relate that this is what your head sounds like? Everything is coming at once, and the voice of Jesus is very still and small, right? right? From, you know? And you have to tell the lies to shut up so that you can actually hear Jesus and get those creative ideas, right? Okay, lies. Are you all ready to go? Yes. Like, loud? Yes. And Bella, remember that you need to touch them. And when you touch them, they will have to sit down and you will be able to hear much better. Wow. So Miss Sabrina did a great job. Okay. <laughs> I am going to lose him. Oh! <laughs> Ron, go, 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 go. Ron, Andre. <laughs> go get her. Go get her. Come on. Come on. I'll give you my life. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Great job. Thank you, come guys. On, you guys on. can sit down. Come on. Come on. Give us your lies. Yay. Don't hold on to these lies. These are... Awesome. Oh, All right. Yay. Great job. Great job, Woo! guys. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Woo! Come on. <laughs> Woo. Jesus. Jesus. I've lost. What are you looking for? My the Bible? Bible? Somewhere in here. All right. All right. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Who? We take captive every thought. This is so, so, so important. Can we go to the next verse? Chapter uh, 3, verse 3. Whoo, Jesus. It's hard being a lie. Yeah. No. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <lot> of work. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I did have a Bible here somewhere. Here it is. I got it. All right. Whoo. Verse 3. For why, why can't we see... For you have. Why is four? Four says you can do number two because of number three. Verse three. Verse two says you can you set your mind on things above. Why can you do that? Why does it work? For you have died. Mm -hmm. And your life is hidden with Christ in God. Now, what's he talking about? Anybody here done anything stupid out of fear? Okay, you're my people. Do, <laughs> I realized that fear is the difference between adventure and trauma. 
And okay, listen, have you ever seen the picture? There's a picture and it's like God's plans for your life. And it's this girl in a roller coaster going, yay, you know, and that's Holy Spirit. And then the kid next is going, ah! <laughs> one is being traumatized and one is having an adventure. <laughs> so it's just like us yesterday, going on a hike. <laughs> so I found this hike. Emery, if you're interested in a very exciting, t adventurous time, it, uh, Emery Creek Trail up by Chatsworth. And um, wow, it was uh, very adventurous. And uh, we had to break off a lot of trauma. <laughs> <laughs> there was literally no path, you all. We had to climb over huge rocks, cross the river like four or five times over rapids. It was intense. <laughs> I was like imagining like Kennesaw Mountain, you know, we brought the dog, brought the backpacks. Oh my word. And, and we kept asking people, we were like, um, did you get all the way up to the waterfall? And they're like, yeah, it was great. We were like, they were having a very different experience than we were. We were like swinging from the tree roots. I mean, it was intense. Climbing up cliffs. I mean, and... <laughs> Tarzan, come on, come on. My life, the thing is, in the middle of it, Danya quoted back something to us that we say, there is always a way. I was like, there's no way. There's no way. We can't get forward. We can't cross this stream. I'm a man of faith. <laughs> she said, you always say there's a way. <sighs> Out of the mouth of babes. Okay. And she was having an adventure. I was having trauma. Anybody been there? And how often God's like, you could enjoy the ride. Your faith could grow. This could be the moment of your breakthrough. This could be the place where you get free. Or I can believe the lie that here we go again, I'm about to die. Your life, what it means is your life is hidden with Christ in God is, my life is hidden in the bank with God. You can't touch it. It's I, up here. None of this stuff is legal it's because not I'm in, up here. It's not under a mattress somewhere. Mm -hmm. It's in him. My life is protected. He is the one who holds my life. He is the one who protects me. He, anybody here, okay, been tormented because other people were talking bad about you? <laughs> All the ladies are going. <laughs> Your reputation is hidden with oh, Christ in God. Jesus. Anybody found you can't do jack to help your reputation and stop people from talking about you? <laughs> All you can do is go to hell and live there. Or, or you can surrender it and say, God, what do you say? And he says, oh, you have an advocate with the Father. You have someone who wars on your behalf. You have a person who, who is for you. And it's so important. I can set my mind on things above because this feels like suicide, doesn't it? to give up the anxieties, to give up the fears, to give up these lies. We think they're keeping us alive. But in fact, they're holding us here and say, Jesus, what do you say? I can do that because he's the one who holds my life. He paid for it. Verse, uh, verse four. When Christ, who is our life, and here's the, here's the payoff. When Christ, who is our life, is revealed, then you will also be revealed with him in glory. I don't know about you, but I read that and I was like, yee-hee. Uh, no, uh, seriously, what I read that is when we die, when he comes back, then everything will be all right. Whoop. 
Who else, who else had that uh, understanding from this verse? I sure did, right? That it's in heaven, right? Everything is going to be like work out in heaven. How is that helpful? After I'm sorry. death. Can I just be real? How is that helpful for right now? No. I'm just being real. Okay, it's okay. It's okay. Some of you are like, ah! <laughs> no, listen, it's okay to read scripture and push back. It just, sometimes it just means our understanding isn't right. So I went, I just, so again, what did I do? I kept asking questions. I don't understand. And I dug in and you know that word when? It can also be translated as as. Let's read this verse with that as as. as so as Christ, who is your life, present tense the source of your life, the source of everything good is revealed. What does that mean? Shows up in your life, shows up in your heart, shows up in your mind. As he is revealed, as we can see him, you also will be revealed with him in glory. What does that word as mean? To the degree to which I see him, John puts it this way. First John 3, 2 says, when we see him, we will be like him. We are transformed by gazing on him. This is why worship is so essential. As I gaze on him, as I see him as he is, guess what? My mind becomes transformed and I suddenly begin to reflect his glory. He be, I begin to look like him. Glory means that I look like him in whose image I am formed. That's why Romans 3.23 says, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Through our own efforts, we stop looking like God. But as we see him, as we gaze on him, as his thoughts become our thoughts, guess what happens? We begin to manifest in this world, in this life, supernaturally, who he is. If we read scripture and it leads us to hide in a bunker, we've missed the point. If it, if it teaches us to live trying not to fail, trying not to lose, we've missed the point. It should create courageous people who go forth yeah, and on. put the kingdom of God on display to allow his glory to shine in the earth. So as Christ is revealed to us, in us, and through us, guess what happens? His glory is revealed. So I have a question for you. Is there an area of your life and my life where there ain't no glory to be seen? I, I've given you, by the way, you, those are free to take home. I mean, you might already have one, but is there an area where you are not okay, where it is evident that you are living below, where this is your reality, small r, but you would like to have another reality? Every single one of us has areas. Don't take them all, that's overwhelming. Just take the one on the top. Just take the one. Take the one. What's the one area? What's the one lie? What's the one thing in our life that you would like Jesus to replace with his glory? Come on. Grab a hold of that. Um, just, just something practical. I think we've talked about it a couple of years ago um, about doing the brain detox. You know, the scientist Dr. Carolyn Leaf talks about that it takes... Um, at least 21 days for us to assimilate a new thought. So whatever truth um, that Jesus shows you, grab hold on it and set your mind, at least for the next 21 days. Write it down and bring it out. Like right now, Peter and I, we've decided to go after 
like two different lives over a certain period of time. And we spend like five days, five minutes a day probably. Yeah. Just, um, you know, writing, writing stuff with Jesus. Just, you know, Jesus, what is the lie and what is the truth? But like, we're also doing that together, mm -hmm. inviting somebody in my life mm -hmm. to have, to remind me, anybody here forget God tells you a truth and you're like, yes! <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't think he ever spoke, right? So we touch base every morning and just say, how did you do yesterday? Just uh, going up to the line, replacing it with the truth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And just what is Jesus showing? It's very brief and it's fun because like with a friend or with your husband, with your wife, just gets, you know, gets you growing together. Mm -hmm. Come on. But it's an intentional process, just like seeking, he was talking, it's an intentional thing, right? It's not just going to happen to you. Um, you're going to have to make a conscious choice to let go of this, to set your mind up here. But I have to tell you, uh, sorry, Masha, you, you encouraged them with Abraham. Oh God. <laughs> Masha says, don't ever bring up Abraham as an encouragement. You know, you waited 26 years for the fulfillment of the promise. She's like, that's not encouraging. Let me tell you this. From the moment mm -hmm. we receive the truth, it begins to bear fruit mm -hmm. in our lives. Yes. But the goal is not just that it bears fruit, but that it takes root. Mm -hmm. And it takes root and begins to tro re reproduce generational fruit. God's word begins to take fruit, bear fruit immediately. It will bring the fruit of joy, peace, hope. Mm -hmm. Like uh, for me, when, I start, when we started this last time, for me, I was going after anxiety. And, uh, and let me tell you, it immediately began, he began to bring peace into the situation. So anxiety started lifting and yeah. you were, like, yeah. your experience really yeah. changed. Yeah. Yeah. But then he wants to co-labor with us. And I began to see that anxiety bears all kinds of children, <laughs> right? You know, all different areas. And God was going after those and going after those. So it's, it's really simple to grab the thought, take it to Jesus, ask him what he says. Mm -hmm. So Masha's going to lead us right now. So um, I think as we've been talking, probably something has already is on the top of your mind, right? So, uh, you know, whatever anxiety or a thought pattern, like some of those um, lies, you know, I'm, I will read them just, um, I'm not good enough. I'll never going to make it. I'm messed up. I'm dirty. Everybody leaves me. Everybody hates me. Everybody rejects me. Um, I'm going to die. I will never be loved. Nothing will ever change. I was an accident. Whew. God's disappointing in me. I'm not good enough. So um, all of those are lies, right? Even though they feel like truth. But the only way we can step out of them is to say, Jesus, I just repent for believing that and partnering with that in my life. Come on. And I just break agreement with that. So whatever, whatever that is that's on the top for you, whatever is screaming the loudest, um, just grab it and just say, Jesus, I break partnership with this thing. Jesus, I, break I break partnership with this thought, with pattern. This thought pattern. I repent for believing a lie that I'm not good enough, that I don't have a place, that I'm not loved. Whatever your thing is, whatever is on the top. For most of us, it's like all of them in some I Agreed. repent for believing the lie that anxiety can protect me. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> a lot of times in those places, he will then show you who you need to forgive, mm -hmm. um, where the lie was introduced. A lot of times it's our parents or brothers and sisters yep. or yourself. Mm -hmm. Yep. 
And then as we forgive, just say, Jesus, what is the truth in that area? And a lot of times it's not super creative. A lot of times it would be the exact opposite, <laughs> right? So if the lies I messed up, the truth is that I'm perfect in love. If the lies I don't have a place, Jesus went to the cross to make a place for me. I have a place, right? And mm -hmm. he will unfold it to you to make it real to you. And again, it's okay to ask questions, right? Like, how is this true? Show me how this is. <sighs> really encourage you to write it down, put it in your phone. Uh, I really encourage you to share it with one other person mm -hmm. that's here. Uh, again, this is real accountability is not accountability not to sin. It's accountability for who God says you are. Listen, <laughs> Whew, we need to be a body that holds people to the high standard of what Jesus says of who they are. Their awesomeness, right? Yeah, Jesus. So yeah, so grab that truth and just say, Jesus, I receive the truth. Jesus, I receive the truth. Whatever he's speaking to your heart, mm. that still small voice, right? Still small voice that sounds better than my own voice, Come that sound better, sounds better than I could think or imagine, yeah. that says you are loved. You're precious. You're beautiful. You have, you are worth so much. Yeah. So I would encourage you just to take that truth and just spend this week meditating on it. Set your mind on that one truth for a week and just come and share with us testimonies next week come of on. where you are, come on. Come <laughs> of on. how the truth is setting you free of how it's changing your mind, of how it's changing everything in your life. So as we go into worship right now, let's just, um, if the worship team can come, um, let's just set our minds on that truth. Let's all stand. Come on. Father, I just thank you that you are transforming our minds and our hearts. Lord, we are powerless, but if our hearts condemn us, we praise you because you are greater than our hearts. Lord, we thank you that you're speaking a better word over us, over our minds, over our hearts. You're speaking life, life, life into dead places. Lord, you're restoring the places that are broken. Lord, you, we, in all of our efforts, we couldn't save ourselves. In all of our efforts, we couldn't deliver ourselves. But you have done it single-handedly on the cross. So now we receive what you've done in place of our own efforts. We worship you, Lord. We adore you. We worship.